Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning, Anna. Nice to chat to you. Speedy wee while, man. It's been a while since we had a chat. Too long. And one of the times you came down, we went we went next door to what was the Wren's Nest then. We had a soup and sandwiches. You came back in and sure, we nearly could have filled uh, four hours of radio. We chatted that long. But the, <laughs> the, the, the reason you're on is that you're coming to the beautiful, gory little theatre. What a setting that is for you on the 29th of November. And it's just around the corner. So what do you got in store for us then, Phil, please? Well, um, you know, we, every year when we go out, we always try and refresh the uh, the set. I never want people to think, "Oh, sure, I've seen that before." We always try and freshen it up. Now this year, we're we're uh, we have got a few new tricks, a few new uh, a few new ideas. For example, we 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 have a we're using a whole video technique, so we have a screen behind, um, and I have unearthed some seriously uh, interesting uh, vintage uh, video footage. For example, Alan, when I before I do uh, say that the the uh, the song um, "Scorn of His Simplicity," there's footage of Luke Kelly talking about the first time he heard the song and his reaction to the song. There's footage then of Sinead O'Connor talking of our working together. Footage of everybody from Billy Connolly, Van Morrison. So it helps kind of put the songs uh, in context and, and along with the of the, uh, of the Phil Coulter story. And it's it's it's, uh, it, it's 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 an interesting mix, you know. We we. Uh, We've, we've done our first lap. We did two weeks uh, uh, up the north, just finished on the weekend. And it's been, it's been great to get back on the road, Alan. You know, I mean, we had, we had enough of the, we had, we had enough of the feet up at the time when, when COVID forbade us from working at all. So it's just great to be out there again. I'm enjoying every minute of it. I mean, I was just looking at your back catalogue. And as I said, it's a while since you and I have had a chat. Uh, I mean, everything from back home, the England World Cup song. Was it Puppet on a String you wrote? Did you write congratulations yeah. as well? Did you? I'm afraid I did. Guilty as charged, yes. Guilty as charged. Puppet on the string in '67. Then congratulations in '68. That's really that. That puppet and uh, congratulations. They they really were what started the whole ball rolling. You know, yeah. I'd been I'd been knocking doors in Denmark Street trying to get a trying to get a break for for a good two years before that. When I went over, I went over straight from college because I knew that I wanted to be in the music business. Right. You know, that kind of that kind of energy that you have as as a, as, a, as a kid. You know, I, I didn't see the problems. I thought, well, this is what I want to do. And, and Phil, were, 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 were you were you uh, wise at the time? Because I know I've met a lot of songwriters down through the years who who never really looked after the royalty aspect, or you often hear stories where they sold on the rights for a pittance. Did you like a, a song like "Congratulations"? Sure, it must be played a, a thousand times a day at least. Uh, I mean, uh, did you manage to look after yourself that way? Were you cute that Alan, way? Alan, I have to tell you that there's a song, for example. Congratulations, which has clothed, fed, and educated several of my children. Right. Those I have enough of them. But yeah, uh, no, I was. We see the music industry was more structured. You know, I mean, mm. these days everybody's making a record, and it's very hard to keep track on 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 what records are, are sold or what what royalties are, are are due. I mean, it's a whole different game now. Um, so fortunately, uh, I, I was at, I was in the game at a time when you know there was you were you were you were contracted to a publisher, and if you're any smarts at all, you know you knew there was a there was a, an agreement that the publisher got his chunk and you got your chunk. Mm. Um, and you know, I always realised that this. Was, this was a serious career. It wasn't just a joke. It wasn't just a pastime. So, um, no, I would have been. Although uh, you, you get smarter, of course, the more years you you, you spend in it. So that yeah. within the first kind of ten years, we started our own publishing company, our own production company. But in the early days, the early days, you know what? Um, we were learning. I was learning my craft. You know, that's right. the important thing. So, I, of course, I mean, you make mistakes. Of 
course you do. But you're just, you just you you have to be in there. You have to be in the deep end. Yeah. Because instinctively, Phil, I'm thinking of Gilbert O'Sullivan and what he went through. And I, I was lucky enough to meet him and interview him on this radio station on many occasions down through the years. And the, the, the battle he had, you obviously, as you say, you had the smarts. And that maybe is something that anyone out there who is penning music needs to have those smarts before they get involved in this. Look after the long run, isn't it? Yeah, you have to realise it's a business, you know. I mean, you, it's, it's, it's not a game for dilettantes. It's not just about writing wee tunes, you know. I mean, it's a serious business. And if you want to sustain, Alan, here's the thing. Just last week, I was being interviewed by an American radio presenter, and he said, Mr. Coulter, uh, in your 56, 57 years in the music uh, business, what is your greatest achievement? And I said, my greatest achievement is to be still in the music business after 56 years. And yeah. you don't do that, you know, unless you take it seriously, you know what I mean? And I do. It's it's my job. I think it's a good job, and I think I kind of work at it. I'm pretty good at it. But I don't have any delusions, you know. Yeah. You, 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 you know, past success is no guarantee of current success. You're not entitled to anything. Just because, like, on the last year's national tour, we sold out everywhere. I can't assume that we're going to sell out this year. That's why I work hard at the, yeah. at the set and make sure the, there's new ingredients put in there to keep people entertained that's my job what did you make of Ireland's call being sung non-stop during the World Cup that must have given you a great sense of pride because you actually wrote that didn't you you also wrote I, the old man for uh, the Fury Brothers I mean where do we begin where do we start like I, we could be here for another four hours and I don't have it because it's only a few minutes before I round off today's show but I mean <laughs> just uh, the Rugby World Cup when you hear like Pete St. John's Fields of Athenry is sung regularly the late Pete he was a great singer songwriter as well and when you hear Ireland's call uh, at, uh, at Rugby International's what does it mean to you? Well, you get a, it's a, you know, that's a different kind of satisfaction for a songwriter. You get a satisfaction by having a record at number one on the charts or selling a million records or getting a song recorded by Elvis Presley. But when you hear a full-throated, uh, uh, packed Lansdowne Road singing uh, Ireland's Call, or indeed, as you say, at the World Cup, to hear it in the Stade de France and being covered on all the uh, on all the stations. But I, got, I, had, I had a great laugh. Um, what, one of my acquaintances is a radio presenter in Cork, and he's a six-year-old son who, at the primary school, was being taught uh, with all the other kids Ireland's call in the warm-up to the to the to the to the World Cup. And he's driving him home from school one day. The little six-year-old he says, uh, "Sing me a bit of Ireland's call." The little kid goes, "From the walls of Limerick and Dublin Bay, for the four proud Protestants in Ireland." <laughs> the four proud Protestants in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> the four proud Protestants. Yes, but no, it's, uh, that, that's, that was ju- that was a real buzz, you know, to hear the song echoing yeah. around the place. And you know, my only regret was we didn't go further into the final. I would have loved a bit song when we uh, when we actually won the World Cup; would have been better. Of but, all um, of all the songs you've written, what's your favourite? Phil, often asked that I question. Think, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a question of often asking. The, qu- the question would be, of, you know, the, I have a lot of a lot of songs that I have a soft spot for, of course, being songs of one Eurovision or songs that were recorded by Elvis, etc. But uh, if you were to ask me. You can only nominate what's the one song you would choose to be remembered for, Alan. It would have to be the Todd Ellis so well. Okay, well, look, we're going to leave it there for the moment, and thank you so much for talking to us. But you want to give the hard sell again in relation to Gory Little Theatre, so off you go. Wednesday the 29th, what can people expect? Uh, they can expect an evening in my company. They'll, they'll, they'll hear all of the songs, all of the hits. They will laugh a little, they'll cry a little. So we'll see them in Gory on the 29th of November. Or if you want to come up to the Big Smoke, we are for the first time playing the Board Gash Theatre in uh, in Dublin on the 1st of December. That's We've never played there before. That's one I'm really looking forward to. That's a biggie. 
Thank you so much for joining us, Phil. Um, people are asking, can you get tickets at the door? Can you go in the box office? Or how do you get them, please? Box office, or, or yeah, the box office, of the, it's uh, www.gorytheatre.ie or it's the same thing, board-energytheatre.ie, online. These days, online seems to be the quickest way of doing it. Alan, we have to meet again for those soup and sandwiches. That's for sure. Thank you so much for joining us, Phil. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Sound-